Raw Conversation has been rated adult by Dripping in Black Productions. Mature audiences only. Hello, everyone. My name is Leah. I am a mother. I'm a wife as well as an attorney. I've been practicing law for about 17 years now. And right now, I'm an advisor for a government agency. Born and raised in Detroit, West Side. I attended Cass Tech High School, Eastern Michigan University, and the University of Detroit Mercy School of Law. I love adventure. I love cruises, parasailing. I did some skydiving. I just really like to live an adventurous life. And my newest adventure right now is Raw Conversation, and I'm happy to be here. What's up, everybody? Kente Rosser, a.k.a. Ross the Boss, among many other things. I am, first and foremost, a father, a lifelong educator, been in the educational profession for 16, 17 years now. Uh, I love having a positive impact in my community. I love helping people. I love building. I love positive energy. Born and raised in the city of Detroit. Proud graduate of Cass Technical High School. I think that deserves a round of applause. Proud graduate of Wayne State University, undergrad and grad school. And again, I'm just happy to be here to do this podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jay. Happy to be here to be able to connect with my community. I started out in education. Now I'm a mental health therapist. I also, you know, do some work with nonprofits. I'm just out here, you know, trying to be a blessing to others and also allow others to be a blessing to myself. So welcome to the Raw Conversation. Yo, yo, what's up? It's Key Brooks. I'm a real estate broker, entrepreneur, sex symbol, ladies man, and all that good stuff. And I'm from the east side of Detroit, so I survived the streets. I'm a father of one daughter. She just turned 15. She's giving me a little hell right now. Y'all not teenagers, B, but I'm here to give y'all some raw conversation. I want to share my abstract thoughts with y'all. So just uh, vibe with us and, and enjoy the moment. Welcome to Raw Conversation, a podcast for the smart, sexy, and grown. Now here are your hosts. Cool. So yeah, off the top. That's when we kind of just talk about what we're thinking about. I'm on a natural high. I was at my class reunion and it was it was amazing. It was, you know, all of us years, years later getting together and just the genuine love was just it was there. And it was just real cool seeing, you know, it's been a year, racial divide, pandemic, a lot of different things going on. And so for all of us to come together in a safe way, but you could just tell people are just ready to uh just to kick it and be together and just good vibes. So that was that that was real dope. What about y'all? What's what y'all thinking about? Um, it's a few things for me. So um today I conduct the interviews. I'm looking to hire some folks uh, through my business. So I was doing some interviews with just it, it just made me reflect on how far I've come because I used to be on that other end trying to get a job, and now I'm the person that's doing the hiring. So I think that's a dope experience for myself. So um I'm thinking about that. And then I was thinking about reading an article about New York City um, mandating that everyone gets the vaccine in order to come into the uh, restaurants or gyms or bars and nightclubs. So that's been on my mind because I had a trip scheduled for New York this fall, but I don't think I'm going to I'm going to make it. And it was one more thing, but I forgot. And I probably shouldn't have smoked before the show started because I definitely lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> well, for me, mine is not as positive. I'm just a little irritated today. I've had a mm -hmm. thorn in my side for the last couple of months with my cell phone company. And I've been going back and forth about my service and I need my phone and it's been acting up for a while. So I really hate to pull out my lawyer and skills and start writing some stuff to people. I just want them to fix my phone. So right now mm -hmm. I'm just a little irritated. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for me, off the top, I don't know if this anybody else can relate. This might sound random, man. We got to come up with a routine. I'm speaking of myself personally. I need to either keep me a digital calendar, write stuff down in a planner, because things are starting to really pop off. I'm finding myself double booked for meetings and suppose mm -hmm. one place or involved in one thing and I'm having to multitask more than I should. And I think it comes from a lack of planning uh, or the need to establish a meaningful routine. So I hope that's helpful for others. Uh, if you are in that same boat, others who are out there, you're not alone. I, I gotta do better. I have to do better. I have to come up with a system. If any of our viewers, listeners, followers have a system or a suggestion that they could shoot my way, please feel free to do so because I'm in need of help, good people. I, I have to be, and I think of myself as a very punctual person, but right now I'm just spread a little thin. So anybody got can send help, please, please, please do so. All right, SOS. What is that? Gots to be more careful. Yeah. I, what where did that come from? I don't know. Figure it out later. <laughs> Do you calendar now, Kente, or you just go off the top of your head right now? Like, uh, this segment is kind of how I live my life, off the top. No, actually, I, I have a calendar that I use or that I try to use, but I, I don't know, man. I think I think things come at me so 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 fast and so frequently, I don't have time to keep up. Now, I will say to this point, I haven't missed anything. But it doesn't mean I haven't been on the verge of being nervous for almost missing something or literally being double booked for things. But in this in this multi in this digital virtual world, you can be places and not physically have to be places. And sometimes mm -hmm. it can be multiple places at the same time. It's maybe not the best thing, but it is a thing. So that's kind of how right now. So you know how I go. Okay. Cool. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that 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 takes us to our oh go ahead key I know what I remembered it boom the light bulb went off so <laughs> I got an email right before we started I got an email from Forbes and they uh they they're interested in selecting me as a candidate for the next one thousand so I do not remember that congratulations I could I know yeah thank you so, yeah, oh, yeah. Be a good look yeah. <laughs> good yeah could not deprive our viewers watchers listeners followers of that information man I'm glad you remembered that that's yeah. inspiring yeah. 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 yeah thank y'all appreciate it yes. no bro you for sharing and so that takes us to our Next segment, which is we're going to dive right into the raw combo. Uh, first, let me just remind our viewers, listeners, watchers, followers, etc. You can follow us on all platforms at the raw combo. We look forward to your feedback, your interaction, like, subscribe, leave a comment, whatever it is that you feel so inclined to do. But we just want to remind you all that we as co-hosts uh, have no idea what the topics will be. 
Uh, we have a set of producers who will type into our chat feature what the topics are. Uh, we will then read those topics to you all, formulate our thoughts around those topics, and then begin to drop some science as best we can that's unscripted, authentic, genuine around the topic. So uh, assuming that the topic will be coming into our chat any second now, if any one of our uh, co-hosts would like to read it, then we'll go ahead, dissect it, get started. What we got? Well, this episode's topic is friendship. All right. Friends. <laughs> How many of them? That just popped in my head. What about your friends? All right, that's the one that popped in my head. They always do. They always do. Friends, friends. It's I use the word friends loosely. If I call you my friend, you're considered family to me. But, you know, everybody outside of that, I'm looking at it like you're an acquaintance, you're a colleague, you're an associate. But my mom's always told me everybody ain't your friend. And that's probably the most valuable advice she ever gave me. Well, that will bring us to our first prompt. What do you how do you define a good friend? Hmm. I think it's based on experiences. I think the things that you're allowed to share, the trans, the transparency that you two have for each other, mm-hmm. knowing that somebody has your back and the loyalty. I think the loyalty is the key word um, when it comes to having a friend, knowing that you can share like valuable information with them and to know that it's not going to be repeated or thrown in your face. So I think that's that's the definition of friend for me. Yes. When you're able to be yourself. You know, you can just be you as corny or as serious or like what, whatever you are, you know, it's like, that's your friend. You're not having to put on airs or having to, you know, in some settings, it's like, okay, I don't want to be too much this or too much that, but a friend is someone when it, you are your person and there's, you know, there's also qualities of like loyalty and um, being dependable and, you know, um, Sometimes you're helping them, but then other times they're helping you. So it's like a reciprocation and you have fun together. You know, I think it's a difference in other relationships where there's also loyalty and other um, characteristics. But with a friend, you know, it's it's that you enjoy one another's company and you don't have to see each other all the time. You know, where to be honest, you know, you might see somebody twice a year. They see your dog, they see your friend, you know, as you get older. Yeah. I agree with that. I do too. I, I agree with everything you both said. It's a it's a reciprocal relationship that you have, you know. It's a give and take, you know, and we I have to me a good friend is and I have a few of them, you know, the shared experiences that we did. We're doing life together, even apart. Right now we're kind of in separate <laughs> states, a lot of us, but we're still doing life together. We're checking in. I know everything about what's going on with them. They know what's going on with me. And no Mm -hmm. matter how much time passes, we jump right back into like we were together the whole time and I can tell them anything without judgment. You know, there's been some things they've told me without judgment. And it's like, you know, you're not scared because this is your person. These are your people who, who know you, who love you regardless, unconditional, unconditional love. So yeah, I, I I agree with everything that's been said. I think uh, picking who your friends are is one of the most important decisions you'll ever mm-hmm. make. Uh, picking who your who your mate will be, spouse, who you have kids with, uh, is probably the most important decision. But picking who you choose to be friends, 
width is one of the most important decisions you'll make. Um, and it's one of those, ideally one of those lifelong decisions. So it kind of makes you wonder as a kid, what are you basing your decision on to pick your friends? Because as you grow and as you mature, a lot of times those friendships, understandably so from childhood kind of dissipates. And, you know, as I, as I rack my brain, I'm thinking about some of my old longest lasting friendships. They don't necessarily go back to childhood. They do go back to the high school. So the adolescence period, I think I made some very mm -hmm. good friends at around that age. And I don't think I made terrible choices in friends at, as a kid, but I just think as we grow, as we mature, we kind of grow apart. And things are different now because back in the day, you remember you had a friend and y'all moved off the block. Y'all, you really didn't have a way to be friends yeah. anymore. It was yeah. stay in contact or that transition from elementary to middle school where some went their separate way. And then mm -hmm. from, from middle school to high school, which again, I went to Cass Tech. I got my one heart to middle school shirt on too, by the way. Okay. But you know, you went from middle school to high school, you kind of fractured, went your separate way. So I think now it may be easier to stay in contact and maintain friendships, but back in the day, you know, it, it wasn't easy, the easiest thing. So, but I think I made some pretty good choices in, during my high school days in, in France because a lot of those, the nucleus of my friendships with them are still, still long lasting. So, yeah, I was with uh, this weekend friends from elementary. Yeah. Yeah. Elementary um, through high school. Yeah. So, um, I also think your parents kind of, in some ways, kind of help you and who your friends are going to be because it's like the ones you're able to hang with, you know? And so that friendship is able to uh, develop, you know, because it was sometimes where you, you know, nah, you can't go over there. Nah, she can't come over here, you know? Yeah. So, so my, um, my mama was like that with everybody. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't care. They was going to be my best friend. She, oh, I ain't having no company and you ain't going over there. So she wasn't having it either way. But yeah, yeah I feel you on that. So do yeah. you all think that, okay, so we know when we were younger, our parents kind of shaped our friendships, but do you think now as adults, you can judge a person by who they choose as friends? Yeah, I, I think, to I a think degree. The, yeah, I think if the, they're I, new friends, if it's friends from back in the days, like some you just, you yeah. know, like we went our separate ways, they do this, but you know, we have that bond. But if it's like as an adult and you have like people who are grimy, or, you yeah. know, it's like, hmm, what's yeah. up Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's one of those old sayings, birds of a feather flock together. You know, I think as, as we grow and mature, the people that you are around, they, they kind of represent you to a degree. To a degree. Yeah. I mean, you are your own person, but the people that you are around, I'm sure they hold some type of influence as to who you are and your interactions together. Mm -hmm. It's a reason why y'all together. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think. So what do you do, though? I mean, if let's say you do have a childhood friend that had, for all intents and purposes, what's your friend? What's your dog? What's your. Mm -hmm. Can't bring. I can't bring all my friends to certain certain places. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of my friends, you know, felons, killers and whatever have you. I can't bring them to mm -hmm. the police ball that I get invited to or bring them to a business mm -hmm. meeting. Mm -hmm. Even even trying to create opportunities for my friends in certain instances doesn't work because they don't get it. You know what I mean? It's just they're, they're never going to get it because they are who they are. I love them for that same reason. But 
if you're my real friend, you got to understand that who we were ain't who I am today. And I'm going places and, you know, so don't judge me, but right. just understand yeah. that shit changes. Because I'm pretty sure it's some things that they're doing that they're not inviting you to because they know that you, you know, right. you're on, a, a, you know, you're doing different yeah. things. Yeah. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's just yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's it's very different. You got to, sometimes you have a set of friends for certain situations. And Facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I'm not going to take this person to, you know, like uh, Keith said, the police ball. But, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm going to hang with some old, you know, some old friends from the neighborhood, then yeah, yeah. you know, I, let's go hang. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cut my friendship off from them. I mean, unless it was just something heinous that they're doing. Toxic, yeah. Yeah, but it's just, you know, I just know what situation I can put them in, what people I can mix them with, so. So so the next prompt we got, and we can segue to it, we can still touch on what we're touching on here, but what are some do's and don'ts of a good friendship? Um, Some do's and don'ts of a good friendship. And I, I want to say this because something came to mind and I stole this from, from Dame Dash. Shout out to Dame Dash. If you listen, <laughs> hit the like, hit the subscribe button, Dame Dash. We, we, we were a fan of yours, so hopefully you'll be a fan of ours. But I saw him uh, on, on a podcast and he used the phrase, or used the line that I thought was pretty witty. He said, we don't, when he's talking about a friendship or a relationship that was kind of fractured but they were getting back together in that friendship. And so they were asking mm-hmm. them questions about that specifically. He said, one thing we don't do is talk about what we talk about. And mm-hmm. so I think that's a good tagline for a friendship is, you know, if, if this is my friend, I'm not going to talk to someone else about we, what my friend and I have talked about. That's, you know, the, I, if that's, I'm, I'm speaking in terms of they're confiding yeah. in me or advice. I'm not about to, you know, flip that on somebody else. Man, you'll never guess what my man said, bro. Check this out. That's not... You know, that's not kosher. That's not that's not, yeah. not a good practice. So we don't talk about what we talk about. I think that's one thing. What else we got? Do's and don'ts. Um, shit, don't play me. Don't disrespect me. Don't be a don't be a whole ass N-word. You know what I mean? Like stay mm-hmm. solid is is the the don'ts, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, do do show love, do support me, do mm-hmm. be be the ear that I need to kick it, you know what I mean? When I need to kick it. So I, I mean my do's and don'ts are simple. But I don't got much friends, though, so. Yeah, yeah, well, I think do's and don'ts is allow me to become who I'm becoming. And my friends have allowed that, you know. So, you know, I think when I was younger, I was more passive. But with me having to advocate for different people and groups who are sometimes the underdog or sometimes not being recognized, I began to kind of advocate for myself. So I'm a little more assertive. So it's like recognize me as an adult you know, you know, you know, and um, just as I grow, you know, is you got, you know, move, be flexible. And that's the same thing, you know, with my friends, it can't be like, oh, you used to do this or you used to do that. It's like, we're different now. Right. Um, so like, do be supportive. Um, but don't, you know, like with me being a, a mental health counselor, before I was that, I could be on the phone talking to people, my friends, for a long time about stuff they're going through because I wasn't like every day dealing with supporting clients who are going through anywhere from depression to anxiety to eating disorders. So it's like, it was hard maybe for some friends to realize that, you know, it's like, I cannot 
be that ear right now because I'm trying to make sure I'm good because it's like I'm spending all these hours in my career working with people, you know? So it's like that life change. It's been a life changer for me because now it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, I can't, I can't be on the phone, you know, discussing certain things. That's that's Mm -hmm. what happened to me when I first, start practicing it was like yeah. after i dealt with listening to people problems all day it's like yeah. i don't i can't i'm drained i don't have any yeah. to hear what you have to say i mean i if it's something important i'm there for you but just mm-hmm. for you to, hey girl i need to vent i need to do this it's like i i don't have it i don't have it anymore. yeah yeah my yeah. friends gotta my friends gotta know that i'm naturally detached like i'm aloof like i don't be in the mix unless I want to be in the mix. That's why when Jazz when Jazz brought up the point of, I don't got to see you every day. You know what I mean? Just know you can reach me. I, I feel like friendship too, social media helps. Like, because it's your way of communicating with your friends and family mm-hmm. without actually having to communicate with them. You know what I mean? As long as you can see me post something on my story, uh, I share a status, you know that I'm okay. And if I can see the same, we good. That is our communication. And then when we do mm-hmm. verbally talk, we can reference whatever it was that we we seen, you know what I mean, on mm-hmm. each other's page. But um, yeah. So yeah. ironically, and I don't know how common this is for guys, because I think friendships uh, vary by gender. But I have a, a set of friends that I do check in with almost every day. And or they check in with me almost every day. And it does, it's not always an extended, lengthy conversation. But there's usually some sort of check-in. Um, and if it's not every day, definitely two or three times a week. And But these are the same individuals that I do go to, that I do think know me the best when I'm trying to sort through a challenging work situation, mm-hmm. situation in my personal life and vice versa. And it is one of those things where if they do call and I'm not available, but I can sense the sense of urgency. I will certainly make myself available as soon as I can to help them to sort through. Uh, for I sure. For me, they have really helped guide me for the greater part of the last 20 years. Because I, like many of us, have really wrestled with some really, really tough decisions, be it career changes, be mm-hmm. it relationships, be it fatherhood, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that for the most part, you know, I'm accessible to my friends and they are very accessible to me. But I also understand protecting your peace because I, too, work in a relatively stressful profession. And there are times to where I just don't have it. I don't have it to give. Mm-hmm. And sense that about me and they are understanding and vice versa. So but I do think I have a pretty good core group of friends that I can go to. Yeah, I do 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 show up. You know, you may not even if we don't talk every day or we do check in when I need you, do show up. So that is certainly one of those things that I would say is you know in a good friendship. Yeah, I think your friend like your family, you can't choose you don't choose your family, but your friends, you choose your family. I mean, (laughs) your friends, you choose them, you know. Mm -hmm. And so like I cannot imagine life without my friend group. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I just legit without my family and, with, and also without my friend group, because they know when it's like or I know when it, when it's something going on. So if I know it's something going on with them, I'm checking in on them like every day. It's like, oh, girl, let's let's go to the restaurant. Let's and the same with me. 
you know, when they, they could tell like, oh, jazz is moving. Actually, I was on a, a Zoom call and my friend texted me. She said, are you tired? And I was like, nah. And so I, later I called her. I was like, why did you ask me tired? She was like, it was, it was something up with you. Like, and then I, and then I kind of shared. She's like, oh, I can tell. You know, yeah. that's someone, you know, that knows you. But yeah. Um, yeah, Jay, it's yeah. funny you that. I have friends that I can tell almost instantly when I call them what's going on or if something is up or if they're busy even though they've answered. I'm talking literally instantaneously, first 10 seconds of the conversation. The tone, mm-hmm. the inflection, if it's, if it's the, you know, the, the how loud they are, how quiet they are, they're the busy spot. You know, I can tell mm-hmm. it's, you learn your friends over time to where you can really pick up on if something is wrong, something, something is off, you know, things of that nature. So that's a good point. And it's funny you say that too, Kente, because... You know, I have friends, even in the text messages, I can tell when something is off. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. my good friends, I've been, my oldest friend, I've been friends since second grade. And, you know, then I have a few more that are more like high school friends. So we talking 20 plus, uh, 30 plus years of friendship. So I can send a certain text and the response I get, I'm like, girl, what's going on? You know, what's mm-hmm. up? With you? And it's like, I don't even have to hear your voice. I'm so in tune with you because we've been knowing each other so long that even a word that you type, I get, I understand something going on. Like with me, I look at people in like my friendships or people that I interact with, I look at them like stocks and um, either blue chip stock, which means you're my top tier friend. And if you, you know what I mean? It depends on how much I invest in them. Like, oh, this Mm -hmm. is somebody that I want to build this relationship with even more and grow and, and the type of value that they hold in my life. I look at them as stocks and, you know, <laughs> the moment I'm ready to sell a stock, you know, I got to cut you off. So that I, I just feel like friends are top tier, mid tier, low tier and trash. Like you just know, like my top tier friend, they going to get it. That's the ones that I think y'all are referring to mm-hmm. when they, you can feel it through the text, you know, them so well, mm-hmm. you got your mid tier friends where they may be the the friends you go club with, you know what I mean? You yeah. drink a drink of 40 with if people still drink 40s, I don't know. But you, <laughs> your friends are in categories like that, or at least mine are. I think sometimes people put the title friend, it's, it's used loosely. And I try not to do that. I also try not to use love. Like, oh, I love that cake. You know, I try to save the word love for when it's really love. And I also try to save the word friend to describe when it's really a friend, you know, but sometimes it's, it's used loosely. And I think it's so not a loose thing. It, it's a very, um, you know, I get it, you know. But when I say my, friend, it's like, this is friend. I got a best friend. My best friend is a is a female. I met her during the one year I did at Ferris State um, back in 2000, 2001. And we've mm-hmm. been friends ever since. Never, it's, it's been strictly platonic since we met. And the advantages of having a female friend is that I get access to all of her friends and <laughs> she gives me a real good perspective when I'm dealing with women in relationships, her being a female, she gives me a really good perspective on how I should approach something or what I should say or mm-hmm. what the woman may actually be thinking. So that's the advantage to having a female best friend. And I'm just going to say her name because she's going to watch this and she feels like best friend is like this huge title. So what's up, Amanda? How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Key, uh, shout out to Ferris State. I did a year at Ferris State as well. Oh, where? Did, did a lot of growth uh, at, at Ferris State. Did my 
first year of college at Ferris State. But that ain't got nothing to do with the topic. But since I heard, <laughs> okay. I, I had to jump on the Ferris State. He's train. a school ambassador. Yeah. <laughs> so Key may be on to something. So do you think you do you have true friends of the opposite sex? We know Key does. So what about the rest of us? I, I the only one opposite sex, but I think it's it's something you you do have to be cautious of. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do have friends of the opposite sex and have had them for years and just straight up friends. But I think in general, um, as a general practice, the opposite friends of the opposite sex can be, particularly if you are a person that's in a relationship, is maybe a discussion you want to have with your mate, um, just so that there's a clear understanding, so that lines are drawn, and that everyone is on the same page. But um, yeah, friends of the opposite sex, I think as adults, there's a mature way to do it. There's a, a way to not do it as well, but yeah, I think it exists. It's a thing. What y'all think? It's, it's rare. And I think, I think, I think it matters too when you mention relationships. I mean, um, I, I don't want a, a woman that that I'm with and she got 15 play brothers. You know what I mean? And, and they're all <laughs> friends. Like I, I think it's I think it's an arrogance to think that in a relationship you're not supposed to have friends and acquaintances of the opposite sex. That's that's natural. We interact yeah. with who we interact with, but there has to be a lot of respect given you know what i mean um and receive so if i got a female friend i have no problem disclosing that and and, and so we all can hang out but in a relationship with me you got to know my friends are my friends i don't need you interacting just because she's a, a woman i don't need you all in the mix or trying to play i spy because you're insecure about a friendship that i may have with another woman that's that's corny to me because i'm not going to be that way and again it's like if it's a friendship yeah, those can definitely happen. But sometimes people put the title, oh, that's my friend. My, I, I actually hate that when people are really dating mm-hmm. and they call them male friend or, yeah, one of my pet peeves. Um, so if it's like a friendship, for sure, you know, but sometimes maybe it was, you know, they were, folks were kicking it or it was like one person wanted to be in a relationship and the other person didn't but they still want to hang out with that person. So then it became a friendship. So it's always like, I just want to be in this person's life because I really want to be with them, but Watch I'm going to take this role now as a friend. So if it's a well, really friendship. Well, since you brought it up, Jay, you yeah, didn't bring it up. Since though, I, brought it up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think men can really be friends with women. I think that's a hard thing because men, we just wait for opportunity. We're opportunities. If we, if the man finds the woman attractive, he 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 plotting. It's it's a plan. Not saying that all men are like this, but nine out of ten men, you can have a whole boyfriend, a husband, and your male friend. He's gonna be there to console you and listen to you, and he's waiting to catch you at your most vulnerable moment. And that friendship shit is is out the door. I don't I don't see many men just like oh this is my this is my friend. We just friends, and because men don't look at women like hey how you doing Jay? I want to be your friend today. I think women are capable of doing that because y'all can look at somebody like, oh, I ain't attracted to him, but he cool. Just my lunch husband or whatever it is. <laughs> and friend zone him. Men, nah, we, we rarely putting women in the friend zone. But we, you we, have a female best friend. So that's how rare. Would, that's so rare. You're saying it's rare. Okay. What I'm talking about is so rare that it damn near does not exist because even me having a female best friend has caused issues in relationships with me because a lot of 
people just don't get it. And I'm like, yo, this is like my sister. Like my mom calls her daughter. You know what I mean? We're mm-hmm. that close. But because you know that she's a, a woman and, and we ain't blood related and we can talk about whatever, yo, it's it's uh it's, it's been challenging having <laughs> a female best friend. So yeah, I, I think, yeah. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. No, Go I was ahead. just saying, I, I think it goes back to people calling people friends and it's really not a friend. It goes back to not being honest. And that's what gets people caught up because it's been a several situations. I'm sure when a, a girl, uh, when one person in the relationship is like, oh, this is my friend. It's not, you know, or this is my play cousin. It's not- only you're only not friends. though. That's like y'all friends until you have sex. That's how I look at it. I mean, that's how I feel like most men are going to skate through the friendship, even if you know it's an attraction there and mm-hmm. something may pop off. If it ain't popped off. Men be feeling like we're in the clear. You know what I mean? Well, at least I do. And I feel like I'm going to speak for all men from the east side of Detroit when I say we're friends, <laughs> damn it, unless we cross their line. If we ain't cross their line, we're friends. If well, we cross their line, it's a little shaky. Let's see what West Side got to say, Kente. Yeah. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out the West Side. Yeah, so listen. I, I think that men and women can be friends. Um, I think that when... Uh, you're in a relationship, I think there needs to be some boundaries on those friendships. So like I said before, I have friends that I talk to every day or at least two or three times a week. Those are my guy friends. You know, although I have uh, lady friends, female friends, they're not on the call log every day or every week. So, but they are a friend. I do consider them a friend. Um, You know, if I need career advice or advice that they are um, good at giving, I don't have a problem with calling them or accepting their call because I'm their friend as well. So there's some reciprocity there in that friendship. So, but I think it kind of crosses the line if we hanging out every day or going to get drinks or, you know, it's one of those types of friendships. I think that that could be a little uncomfortable of the opposite sex or the opposite gender. But to your point, Key, mm-hmm. that type of, um, Lying in wait does exist, but yeah. specific to just men. I think that there are some ladies mm-hmm. that yeah. play that role or play that card as Thanks. well. Totally for sure. Comfortable, yeah. wait for an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it kind of works both ways, but I think that mature, responsible adults can have friendships of the opposite sex. But I think if we're in a relationship, I think the game changes. I think there do need to be some clear boundaries set and understanding uh, by all parties involved. Yeah, I got a question. Okay, go ahead. Do do, do y'all think, do y'all think y'all mate is supposed to be your best friend? Because I don't. Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to answer that one. I don't. Let me answer the last question and then I'm going to answer this one. mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. that males and females can be truly good friends. I personally have at least two good male friends that I talk to um never has been any kind of whatever um but I do also believe that there are some lying in wait my husband was my friend before and Mm. I didn't unbeknownst to me he had feelings for me and I didn't know but he never Mm. you know stepped until things were clear or whatever so I think it can go both ways now, mm-hmm. to your thing, Key, you were saying, I'm sorry, well, what did you just say? I forgot just that question. I said, um, damn, what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> what did I say? I said, um, it goes both ways that no, females no. also are, are, uh, I said, oh, um, should your mate be your best friend? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. All right. <laughs> um, I think so. Like, 
my husband is my best friend. And I can, you know, some people just say that, but I mean, we live together. We share life together. We share everything together. How could he not be my best friend? That doesn't mean that I don't have other really close friends, but at the end of the day, he knows everything, even more than my best friend from 30 years ago. He knows everything about me, all of my insecurities, all of my faults and all those things. And he still loves me regardless of that's the unconditional love that I said you need in other friendships and you get that from your spouse or your mate so I think I think yes your spouse should be your best friend and if they're not your best friend then maybe something's wrong but that's just the me. foundation I, I mean so I'm not married but I I'm not married and I see other relationships and Friendship is a foundation because at the end of the day, when your mate does something that you don't like, you want to still have a, a care for them. A li- you like them as a person. And when people are together based on chemistry, based on other things, and there's not like this foundation of friendship, when things get rough, when they do something that you were not going to like, when they upset you, like mm-hmm. I've, I've had situations where like I may have been hurt by something. But since I knew that person so much and there was this, I knew them as a friend, I understood mm-hmm. why they did it. It didn't, it didn't work out. It, it, I didn't like how it impacted me, but it's like, I know that person. And so it, it's like, it's like a foundation. I also want to comment I on, agree. Um, real quick about, I don't think everyone is lurking, trying to wait for, you know, their friend's mate to mess up. Sometimes it's just, they're, they're trying to control their feelings for somebody and they just may genuinely be attracted to like the person they're calling their friend. I don't think they're trying to plotting and scheming. You know, it's just, you know, sometimes it's like, what, uh, right time, wrong person, wrong person, however the saying go. Y'all get it. Yeah. <laughs> we had a prompt pop up, but um, what, what was the prompt? Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, can me... Or women who are involved in a monogamous relationship hang out with friends of the opposite sex. So yeah, kind of- yeah. I am regardless. My my if I can't if I can't hang out with someone of the opposite sex and that's gonna cause an argument every time, then that ain't the woman for me. You know yeah, what I mean? You have like, to there has to be trust. I mean, you know. Yeah. If your person like, is no. saying that's their friend, you have to trust them to bleed. I mean. It's about trust. And so if you believe that they're using that word friend as a cover-up, then that's actually saying something else about y'all's relationship. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I have, like I said, I have male friends and my husband has female friends. Now, we don't hang out with them as much as we did before we got married. You know, it's not, you know, when you're not married, you kind of, that's your go-to person. Y'all hanging out. Where are you about to go? We going here, we going mm-hmm. there. So you know there's a respect factor there that you can't be spending a lot yeah. of time with them like that but you know I'll tell him oh I'm going to hang out with so-and-so he like okay you know he even has their numbers you know not that they kick it like that or he acts for the numbers but because he's been around them they've exchanged numbers and so you know they know each other and you know his female friends I know them well I have their information as well so you know I don't have a problem with it I don't want any new female friends that's a whole nother story <laughs> now, yeah, some the friends that he, yeah 
yeah, that, you know, I just met her at the store and, you know, she my friend. No, no, we not doing that. But, yeah. you know, good, genuine friends that you've had over the years. I don't have a problem with that. For sure. For sure. I mean, it, that goes that respect, mm-hmm. that 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 foundation, you know, no, no new friends. That's the song says. Yeah. No, nah, new I don't subscribe to that. Nah, I want I want some new friends, new friends, new friends can show you some shit that old friends couldn't show you. They could take you places, you know. I, I know everybody like to say, oh, this is my day one and all of that. And sometimes they are, but that day one, that day one stuff gets old too. You know what I mean? Because- You say it's a new day. Just, it's but a new day. New, but that's the thing. Are they new friends? I mean, we're not saying acquaintances. Like we all work, we all meet people. You're going to mm-hmm. meet people of the opposite sex and you're going to talk to them. But that doesn't mean they're your friend. You know, there's, there's someone you can get information from and you can- brainstorm with or whatever but to me we're talking about a friend that you're confiding in that you're you know hanging out with and you're you know telling yeah. your secrets I don't think you can have new friends like that but that's I don't think I think old friends like if you I think people base friendships off the history alone like oh I've been knowing them forever that's my friend and mm-hmm. if that I don't know I, I just don't look at mm. I don't go out to make new friends and some of the old ones just not friends, but just because we've been knowing each other since we were in diapers, yeah, doesn't mean that we're friends just because we still communicate. No, you're cool, you know, but shit, we grew apart. Organic, right? Like what yeah. organically happens. Like if organically people that since pacifiers is now in your life, then that's what it is. That's where it's supposed to be. If mm-hmm. some kind of, you know, fall to an acquaintance you know I mean it's just organically what happens you know there might be new chapters in your life and you meet someone and they're around for five years that becomes a new friend or two years you know it's yeah can't have all these these uh rigid and we need boundaries for some things and other things we have to be it has to be fluid like whatever it's supposed to be is what it's supposed to be and just allow life to happen Jay I think that's well stated I think uh I think we covered a lot on this topic and we could go on for days and days, but friendship is deep, man. And I think we covered it from a lot of different perspectives, hit on a lot of things. Hopefully we gave our listeners something to think about, something to chime in on. Again, follow us on all platforms at the raw combo, hit the like button, hit the subscribe, drop a comment, hit us up, give us some feedback. Uh, but we're going to segue to our last segment, which is before we go. Okay. Before we go, what we got? Who who want to chime in before we go? What we got? Before I let go. <laughs> um, every, I don't know. Okay. Every, like what's a good album? Every like, time we transition to our last segment, before we go, that yeah. always pops into my head. Yeah. Too. I know. I think I've read something. Nas is dropping a new album. So yes, I know one of the I producers is going to be excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, King's Disease yeah. 2. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to yeah. that as far as music is uh, concerned. They're sorry, not sorry. Him and Jay-Z. You talk about going from beef to that. What do you say? Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Um, before I let go, I'm trying to um, some new music in my life. So maybe I need to check out some album releases and stuff like that. Yeah. I got I got one for us before we go on the topic of music. I was gifted. Um, as some of our viewers may know this, some of our followers may know this. If you don't, this is a good chance for you to learn this. I 
am starting or have started a record collection, vinyl, mm. album. I got a few hundred, but I got a, a inbox yesterday from a former coworker who is relocating out of town and told me, swing by, pick up some albums. I got to get them within the hour. They're going in the trash otherwise. I oh, tried, wow. tried to pay. I tried to pay her some money. All I had in my pocket, again, this is on the fly. She would not accept a dollar for the records. I have literally two big Rubbermaid tote full of albums, vinyl. And this is a digger's uh -huh. dream. Those of us who collect albums, we call ourselves yeah. diggers. So this is a digger's dream. So I, I haven't even begun to go through them. I just listened to about four or five of them. First one I pulled out was Marvin Gaye album. What? She was like, uh, wow. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's I think, further before we go. So I just wanted to share that when we're talking about music. Leah, what you got before we go? What you got? Man, I realize I'm so far behind on music. I don't know nothing about anything. <laughs> what's going on, but... Just the album days, huh? Yeah, I, yeah. Because, you know, Marvin Gaye, that's my kind of stuff. I'm an old school kind of girl. Yeah. So when people talking about new stuff, I'm like, what? Who? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> so before I let go, I need to get I need to get up on some new music. <laughs> hey, any of y'all, any of y'all watch like Power? Anybody been watching uh, Raising Canaan? No. Y'all watch that? Really? That's a good show. So I don't it know what y'all are into, but yeah, it's uh, based in like in the, the 90s era, like yep. the early 90s. Raising um, Canaan. Say it again. Can Raising Canaan. It's part of the Power universe. So if you ever watch, if you um. never watch Power, then you should probably just binge watch Power. Check out Ghost and then watch Raising Canaan and get a it's it's solid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Great hey, show. I think that's it. I think that's yeah. a wrap. Uh another great show. Topic of friends. Check us out. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Peace. Peace. You have just experienced a dripping in black production. You have just experienced a dripping in black production.